uh, in regards to uh, things that are coming our way and and we uh, are needing to make sure that we uh, uh, get ourselves in the right frame of mind as well as uh, re- receiving the warnings from the Lord. Amen. Uh, we're living in trying times and difficult times and we have to make sure that we're close and, uh, to the Holy Spirit and we're listening to what the Spirit is saying. And this morning, uh, we want to uh, go into the book of Acts, chapter number 27. We want to do more so a teaching this morning. Sometimes I do get excited, but then sometimes I decide to just go ahead and let the Holy Spirit lead me to do some teaching. Amen. This morning, we want to talk about the indicators of life. The indicators of life. I'm dealing with uh, Acts, chapter number 27. Oftentimes, God gives us assignments, and uh, sometimes we are deterred from our assignments for for whatever reason. Uh, But today, we're going to see what it costs us when we don't follow the Holy Spirit. But then we also will see the mercy of God um, uh, when we do get back on track. And and, and there's someone in the midst that that hears the Lord. Um, Acts chapter number 7, and we're going to start with verse number 1, talking about the indicators of life. Life is something else, amen? Life has its twists, life has its turns, life has its goods, life has its bad, but life is life, amen? And how we handle life uh, is a determination of who we're following, amen? I think and praise that, that God is such a God that he will uh, uh, warn us and he will um, give us the signs, but a lot of times we don't always listen to, uh, listen to the signs. We don't always uh, follow the signs, and, uh, and we find ourselves in conditions. And so in Acts chapter number 27, beginning at verse 1, now, Father, I pray that you sanctify your word. I pray, Father God, that you allow your Holy Spirit, who is the teacher, that he will teach us and just clothe me, Lord God, in your anointing. We destroy every yoke, Father God, in the name of Jesus, that nothing, Lord God, that you release to us that will fall to the ground. But God, it will settle in our spirit, Lord God. So when we see the signs, we will be able to recognize all things. And we thank you for it right now in Jesus' name. Amen and amen and amen. Acts number 27. I'm going to be skipping around a little bit, but we want to make sure that we get the gist of the indicators of life. The indicators of life. Beginning at verse number 1 in the book of Acts. Verse number 1 says, And when it was determined that we should sail unto Italy, uh, they delivered Paul and certain other prisoners unto one named Julius, uh, um, a centurion of Augustus' band. Now we want to drop down to verse number 4. Verse number 4 in the book of Acts, chapter number 27, it says, And when we had launched from thence, we sailed under Cyprus, uh, because the winds were contrary. Now, there are are some indicators, indicators that the Lord would like for us to know as as we sail along the journey, this journey called life. 
And whenever God has given us an assignment, because here in this text, Paul had been given an assignment. But sometimes in that assignment, we go through a whole lot of things before we reach our destination. Amen. So here he is now. He's, he's sailing. He's, he's launched out. But he finds the first indicator in uh, the things that God has called for each one of us to do. The first thing we're going to find is we're going to find that the winds are going to be contrary. Now, it's not going to be easy when we're trying to do the will of God and when we're trying to fulfill this assignment that God calls for us. Amen? So he says the winds was contrary. Anytime you try to move forward, understand now the winds, the winds of adversity, they are going to be contrary. Amen? So don't expect it's going to be easy divide, okay? They're going to be contrary, amen? Now, dropping down to, to verse number 7, and we still want to look at, at that first indicator, because God always gives us signs when, when, when things are happening, uh, but most times we don't recognize the signs. Now, verse number 7 in Acts chapter number 27 says, And when we had sailed slowly many days... And scarce was come over against a needles, the wind not suffering us, we sailed under Crete over against Salam. Now, these words here have some meaning. There's some Greek meanings to these words. Now, first thing we can understand that our journey sometimes, it is going to take a slow turn. A lot of times we, we, we uh, uh, as people in general, mankind, we're always in a hurry. But sometimes things slow down, and we don't understand when things slow down for us. We don't understand. Now, it says there, they sail slowly for many days. And then it says, and scarce were come over against needles. Now, the word needles, it, that means a, a duration of time. In other words, there's going to be a duration of time when there's going to be a slowdown in your life. Because see, you're heading towards your, your destination. So when that slowdown comes, do not get in a hurry. Do not get in a hurry because things seem to have slowed down. Amen? Because a lot of times we want to we speed up, right? Now, now, let's look at the next thing. It said, the wind not suffering us, we sailed under Crete. Over against Salam. Now, in the Greek, the word Crete there ironically means carnal or it means fleshly. So what's happening here is when things slow down, and this is what the body of Christ and people in general and mankind is guilty of. When things slow down, first thing we want to do is we want to begin to operate in our flesh. Amen. We, we, want, we want to make things move. We want, make, we want to make things happen, right? So what we do, we, we begin to sail under the flesh. Then it says, over against Salam. Now the word Salam, that means peacefulness or peaceable. I don't quite understand why we think that we always got to have some things going on. Something has to always be happening. And we think that because it's quiet and because it's peaceful, the next thing will happen is we are what? Bored. Amen. Anybody been there before? 
Amen. But when it's peaceful, when it's quiet, when it's easy going, and there's nothing that's come, the waves are not beating us down, all of a sudden, we, oh, I've I got to have some action. I've got to have some something going. I, I'm just so bored just sitting here with nothing going on. It could be it's a sign. God is speaking. Amen. He's speaking. But what do we do? We want to get in our flesh, and all of a sudden we want to take off and make things happen. But watch what happens when we make things happen. Amen? Now, now, verse number 8 talks about, because we're, we're, we're selling against peace. I love peace for days. I don't know about y'all, but I have enough. I have, when you have a few bad days, it's just like it messes up all the good days, right? So whenever I get a peaceful day, I love my peaceful days. Amen? I'm sitting there when it comes to time to do nothing. I will do nothing. Amen? Because you never know what's going to happen around the curve, around the corner. So enjoy those peaceful days. They're not days of boredom. They're peaceful. Listen, you're going to get some action after a while that you really don't want. Amen? Amen? So enjoy the peaceful days. Enjoy the peaceful days. Now, verse number 8 says, And hardly passing, it came unto a place which is called the Fair Haven, now whereunto was the city of Lassie. Now, here they are, they're selling, they're selling in the flesh now, and they come to a place, because it's, I mean, it's, it's difficult in sailing, okay? The journey becomes difficult. They come to a city called Lassie. Now, Lassie means a place of wisdom. See, it's a place of wisdom. Now, it's very important now that we can remember and think about wisdom. There's two kinds of wisdom now. There's two types of wisdom. Now, verse number 9 says in Acts chapter number 27, it says, Now when much time was spent and when sailing was now dangerous, because the fast was now already passed, Paul admonished them. See, sometimes when we take off in flesh, it becomes dangerous. Amen. When, you, when we begin to operate in flesh, it becomes dangerous. Amen. So here it is now. Now, now uh, uh, it's, it's very dangerous because we begin to uh, move away from that place of peace. But God will always send somebody. God will always send a word to us to admonish us or to let us know what is about to happen and what not to do. Amen. Now, verse number 10 says, and this is what Paul, Paul means to be restrained by the Word of God. A long time, we don't like to be restrained by the Word of God. Amen. Because, see, the Word does have parameters. Amen. Uh, so we don't like to be restrained. We, we, want, we, we like this thing what we call freedom. Freedom. I want my freedom. But do we not know the Word of God has some restraints on it? Amen. But yet we're still free. Amen. Amen. So, so now here it is. It says in verse number 10, it says, And said unto them, now he's speaking, God will speak to us when we move out in our flesh. Okay? Now verse 10 says, And he said unto them, Sirs, I perceive that this voyage will be with what? With hurt and much damage, not only of the lighting and ship, but also of your lives. Indicator number two of life is God will send us a warning. 
When we move in our flesh, God will send us a warning. Amen? Now, the warning here, he's saying, he's saying to them, he said, if you continue on this voyage, he said, that's going to be hurt and there's going to be much damage. Now, where is the damage is going to come to? He says, not only to the lighting, the lighting means the cargo. See, uh, uh, damage will come to the cargo and to the ship, but he says also of our lives. Now, what is the cargo that you and I carry? We got some cargo on the inside of us. Amen. See, the Bible says we have these treasures in these earthly vessels. So, so if we keep sailing in our flesh or keep joining in, in our flesh, what happens is we will damage that cargo that's so valuable that we carry on the inside. See, I mean, that's, that's awesome. That's powerful. Most people do not understand they carry such valuable cargo. See, a lot of you all have gifts. Amen. And, oh, I hear your Holy Spirit. And, and what happens is the world would just love to have your gift. It wants to prostitute, prostitute the gift that God has placed on the inside of you for their gain. Amen. Because, the, see, they will, the world will, they don't know the world will pimp you. The world, see, there are all, all kind of pimps out there. It's all kind of pimps. Amen. It's not so much always having the women on the street. You know what I'm saying? But the world will pimp you of your gift. It will make money off your gift. Amen. The world will make money off the gift that God put on the inside of you to use for his glory. But, but what the world is, that pimp you. A lot of these actresses and stuff and these singers, you know, and these... What they call them, they, they do all this rap and stuff. They have used a gift God has given them to make money for the world. And usually nine times out of ten, they end up broke. When so rich said and done, somebody else has the money and they're gone. Amen. And, and they're broke. So we've got to understand we are carrying some, some valuable cargo. And see, that ship is your vessel. See, you're the, you're the, you are the ship that's sailing in life. I mean, you are that, that vessel. And because you are that vessel and you have that, that cargo, God will send you a warning before you hit, you hit the rocks. God, God will send a warning. Now, he says this. He said, but also of, a, of our lives. When we continue to, to uh, operate in our flesh, it brings danger to our lives. Amen? It will bring danger. Now, remember that, that's indicator number two. The first indicator, everything was going real slow. And we want some action, right? Then God comes along. He said, let me warn you before you get too far gone. Amen. Because if we don't heed to those indicators, and that's why even now, uh, this thing has been in my spirit so uh, about what's coming for us. I mean, even in the economy. I mean, uh, many times God warns us and tells us we need to put back, we need to put up. Amen. We need to start saving. Don't rely on the government. No. You rely on Jesus Christ. And God will warn us about things that's upcoming. And there's some things... I. It's been in my spirit for the next two years that's, that's coming up. We better be, we better be prepared, getting repaired right now. We need to get prepared right now because the next upcoming two years is going to be really, really, really rough. It's going to be rough. So, so God said, prepare, prepare my people. Let them know there's some things that's going to happen. Now, here we go. Now, verse number 11, we're dealing with the indicators of life. 
Because life is something else. Amen. Life will have you on, 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 on waves, and you're up and down. Sometimes life is smooth. Sometimes the, the, those waves will settle down, and next thing, things will start happening, and you won't know what's going on. Amen. Now, verse number 11 says, watch this, when, when God sends a warning by, uh, uh, by the people of God. Or God will send someone to warn you on the pathway that you've taken. Now, watch what happens when we start dealing with voices. Okay? Well, that's another thing. You've got to know what voice you're listening to. Because everybody say, Jesus, Jesus is not, you know, he's not their Lord. Amen? Amen. Now, verse number 11 says, Nevertheless, the centurion believed the master and the owner of the ship more than those things which were spoken by Paul. In other words, they, they did not believe. See, Paul gave them a word and gave them a word from God, but they believed the owner of the ship. In other words, there's two people you can believe. You can either believe what Jesus says, or you can believe what Satan says. Amen? So you've got to know what voice you're listening to. And the only way you can know what voice that you're listening to, you've got to be in the Word of God. You've got to be very prayerful. So when that, when that voice speaks, you'll know which voice is speaking. Because it, Satan can make things look good, right? Anybody been fooled by the devil before? Because it really looked good. And you got out there and you found out it was something else. It was not what you thought it was. So you've got to be careful with the voices that you're listening to. Amen? You've got to be very, very, very careful. So the Bible says here that, that they listen to the owner of the ship. See, when you say owner, thank you, Holy Spirit. Listen to the owner of the ship. Who owns our ship? See, this right here, the vessel, who, who owns this ship? Is it Jesus or is it Satan? You see, see, you got to understand, you got to go down here in this world and see what it's saying. See, can one or another person going to own your ship? Is, is it going to be Jesus Christ or is it going to be Satan himself? Amen. But in this case, they listen to the devil. Now, watch what happens. Let me go to a couple places. Let's go to Proverbs chapter number 27. Proverbs chapter number, keep your place there in the book of Acts because we're coming back, okay? But we're going to go to Proverbs chapter number 27. Proverbs chapter number 27. We're talking about the indicators of life. Indicators of life. The indicators of life. Proverbs chapter number 27. Are we there? And we're going to look at verse number 12. Now, verse number 12 says this. Now, we, we have to decide what kind of person we are, right? It says, a prudent man. Prudent, that means a wise man, okay? A wise man does what? Foreseeth what? Evil. A wise man foreseeth the evil, and then he does what? Hides himself. We're talking about a wise man. You know, they, they foreseeth foresee evil, then he hides himself. But then he says this, but the simple pass on and what are punished. How many of us been simple <laughs> and then got punished? Amen. Because we're operating in the flesh. Amen. So, but now let's go to Proverbs chapter number 12. Proverbs chapter number 12. Amen. Just want to teach this morning. Proverbs chapter number 12. Looking at verse number 15. Because we're talking about the indicators of life. The indicators of life. Because see, oftentimes we will listen to the wrong voice. Now Proverbs chapter 12, verse number 15 says, The way of a what is right and well 
Oh, wow. How many times we've been fooled? Amen. The Word of God says, The way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but he that hearkeneth unto what counsel is wise. He that listens to counsel is wise. How many times have we discarded good counsel? The Bible says in the, in, in the midst of counsel dwells safety. But a lot of times we don't want to take counsel, right? Why? Because in our own eyes, in our own mindset, we think we know, right? And then every time we think that we know, without getting sound counsel, God, now the world can give you some counsel too. Amen. Yeah, so you have to be careful who you listen to. You want some godly counsel. Amen. Because if you, if you don't listen to godly counsel, what happens, we'll get punished. But just, just remember, we want to be that wise person to receive that kind of counsel so we won't get caught up in the winds of this life. Because God's, He's given us indicators. All we got to do is look, uh, look around. There are all, ki- all kinds of indicators. I mean, they just move bathroom indicators. I don't have to go no further than that, do I? When I said bathroom indicators, I don't have to go any further than that. You know, uh, God made man and woman. He didn't make all this other stuff they got going on. That's man-made stuff. All we have to do is just listen. Ain't no way know which way not to go. Let's go back to Acts chapter number 27. Says, so just going to teach. Just going to teach. Just going to teach. Acts 27. Just going to teach. Now, verse number 12. Okay, we've dealt with that second indicator. The warning has come. But we listen to the wrong voice. Now watch verse number 12. Verse 12 says, And because the haven was not commodious, meaning suitable, to winter in, the more part advised to depart this. That's wrong counsel. If by any means they might attain to Phoenix. Now, the word Phoenix there in Greek means victory. Okay? Now, they're thinking they're about to have victory. Flesh will, flesh will deceive us. Amen? Yeah, it, it will make us appear that everything is great. And then they thought about, if we can get to this place. You know how sometimes we say, well, God, if I can just get to this place, I'll, I'll, I'll be all right. If I can just do this, I believe I'll be all right. But you better watch out, because remember that, you're still sailing under the flesh. See, you started off sailing up on the flesh, didn't listen. You know, and then when God was, still didn't listen, listened to the wrong voice. Now here it is now, uh, of the thinking that, that here they're going to achieve victory. And so they say, and that they're going to winter there, which is a, a haven. A haven supposedly is supposed to be a safe place. But look where it says in verse number 12, it talks about which is a haven of Crete. Remember now, we talked about the word Crete and the word Greek and the Greek meaning of, of Crete means carnal or fleshly. So here it is, they're in a haven of the flesh. In a haven of the flesh now. So so we're gonna be see the New Testament is written in Greek. The Old Testament is written in Hebrew. And and to fully get the understanding of what God is saying in His Word, we have to go deep sea fishing, go down in the Word, and see what some of these words mean. Amen? Because we would normally think, okay, they sail from place to place. Well, we're not sailing from place to place. We're sailing from place to place in our flesh. Amen. Or in our spirit. So we've got to, we've got to understand now. So here it is in verse number 12, the latter part. It says that the safe haven is at Creek, which is the flesh. And then it says, and lieth 
toward the southwest and the northwest. Now, the south, when you talk about the, uh, 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 the southwest and the northwest, when you talk about south, you're talking about a drought. When you're talking about north, you're talking about darkness or obscurity. So anytime we're operating in flesh, we go operate in darkness. Amen. So we got to be very, very careful with these indicators that God is giving us in our everyday life. Everyday life. Now, verse number um, 13. Here's the third indicator. Here's the third indicator of life. Third indicator. Now we've announced now, first of all, that first indicator, things slow down. And we were not satisfied, so we said we are going to speed up. Then God sends us a warning, says don't go that pathway, but yet we still do, right? Amen. Now, here's the third indicator when it comes down to life. It says when we're still operating in flesh. Verse 13 says, and when the south wind blew what? softly, it appears things are okay. Okay? And when the south wind blew softly, look at that next word, supposing, supposing that they had obtained what? Whose purpose? Their purpose. See, flesh always got a purpose and a plan for our life. It always got a, see, it will, it'll, it'll back up a little bit. You know how it is. It ain't that bad. You know, it, it, it's okay that bad. It, it'll back up a little bit and let you have a little, little freedom. And it will allow you to do some things differently. And you say, okay, okay, everything's all right. But you better watch that. You, you, that that's another indicator now. That, that key word is supposedly that they had obtained. You know, oh, we got it. Got, we got it. Now I, I, I got it. I'm going on. And this is the way to go. Now, it says here, it says, supposing that they had obtained their purpose, all of a sudden, the loosened this, they sailed now close by Crete. Now, remember now, the word Crete means fleshly. When things appear that they are okay, all of a sudden, we'll, we'll keep on operating in that flesh. We'll keep on. See, that's, but that's a spirit of deception there. See, the, the, the flesh will deceive us. Amen. Y'all know how it is. You know, sometimes you go forth to do some things and it, 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 you know it's wrong, but it appears to be right. And all of a sudden you're going to keep moving toward it. Amen. You know, but yet we get caught up and messed up. Amen. But watch what happens now when we keep on uh, following our own purpose is what it says. Our own purpose. I'm grown. Can't tell me what to do. I'm grown. I put on my pants like you. I'm grown. You can't tell me nothing. Operating in flesh. I'm grown. Anybody been there before? Amen. Look, we might as well be real in the house. Amen. And watch what happens with our grown selves. Watch what watch what happens. Watch what happens here. Now, now, verse number fourteen. Remember that they're selling, they're selling in the flesh. I mean, it, it, it's, it's it's cunning. See, the flesh is cunning. The flesh is deceptive. I mean, the, when he's talking about that's why Satan can operate in the flesh. See, it, it, it's 
we give him free access when we operate when we operate in sin, we operate in darkness. Because the only place that Satan can operate is in darkness. He has no right to operate anywhere else. He has no legal rights, no authority, nowhere else. Except when we begin to operate in darkness, we open up ourselves. Amen. So he comes right on in. Oh, I'm, I'm at home now. That's what he say. I'm, I'm at home now. Why? Because darkness is his home, right? Oh, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. But watch what happens here. Watch what happens. It says... Verse 14, it says, but not how long, not long after there arose against it a temperous wind called the Eurachodon. That means, in other words, here comes a wind. Here comes something like a hurricane, a tornado up in our lives. Amen. Uh, but we've been following the flesh. But we think we got all going on and all of a sudden, bam, there it is. Anybody been there before? You know, you, 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 I'm sailing this way. I know I know which way I'm going. And all of a sudden, God can warn us. And whammo, here comes the hurricane. I don't know. You, you know what? When hurricanes and tornadoes hit, people always get warnings. Warnings always come. Amen? In the natural and in the spiritual, God always warns us. But, but when we continue to, to sail in our flesh, then here come the hurricane and stuff get towed up. My God, my God, my... I mean, it literally get towed up. I mean, the hurricane will tear up everything in our life. I mean, but, but, you know, it's the beauty of it. Uh, okay, I understand now that, 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 that uh, we can rebuild. Amen. But sometimes folks don't have no insurance. And you ain't got nothing to rebuild with. You got nothing. But it's not like the warning didn't come. See, all these are indicators of life. Everything that we go through, you can rest assured, somewhere we got a warning before we ended up, oh, I hear your Holy Spirit. Even before we got in the mess, we had a warning. We got a warning. We had a warning. And God don't just warn one time. God warns over and over. And he changed, God will change his face. He will speak through, sometimes he will speak through a jackass. Sometimes he will speak through our children. Sometimes he will speak through a neighbor. Sometimes he will speak through TV. He will speak, amen. He, he will literally speak. But we just got to have that Eurachodon in our lives. I mean, we got to have stuff tore up. If it ain't tore up, it just don't feel right. Now, that's crazy, isn't it? If it's not tore up, you know, damage is done. They already told me, listen, damage is going to come to your cargo. Damage is going to come to the, to, to, the, to the the treasure on the inside of you. The gift, damage is going to, even your very life, but we're still moving in flesh. Wide open. Wide open. Can't, can't wait to, 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 to run into a brick. Thank you, Holy Spirit. To run into a brick wall. Can't wait. We see the wall, bam! Crazy, right? Just ludicrous. But but ludicrous. It's ludicrous. Ludicrous. Now watch the verse number fifteen. We're talking about indicators, right? The indicators of life. Indicators. Verse fifteen says, "But when the ship, talking about the vessel, was caught and could not bear up into the wind, we let her drive." Sometimes, honey, your flesh will get you, and ain't nothing you can do. It just drives you wherever it wants you to go. Flesh. It will drive you. It will drive you. So they got caught up now. And, and, and they couldn't buy up under, under the wheels. And they said, we let her drive. Okay, flesh take over. Flesh then took over now. But watch what happens now. You know, God has to wait. God always got to wait. Now, verse 16 says, 
and running under a certain island, which is called Claudia. We have much work to come by the boat. Now, verse 16 says, he ran into a certain island, which is called Claudia. Now, the word Claudia there, it means to be disabled. That word in the Greek, Claudia, means to, to, to limp. It means to become uh, lame. It means to, come, uh, to, to um, be out of commission. In other words, what God was, he's okay. God said, okay, keep on going. God said, okay, I got to shipwreck you. And sometimes God will shipwreck us, put us out of commission. Amen. He will put us out of commission. He will disable us because sometimes we ain't got enough sense to heed to the warning. So he'll let us get what? Shipwreck. Anybody been shipwrecked before? Amen. He will allow us to be shipwrecked. And once we are shipwrecked, and he says there's much work to be done. Now here comes, here comes some grace from God. Here comes grace. Verse 17 says, when, which when they had taken up, they used what? What's the next word? Helps. When, 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 the, when now this vessel has been taken up because it's, it's out of commission, it's, it's, it's been disabled, now what happens, he says, which when they had taken up, they used helps undergirding the ship and fearing least they should fall into quicksand, straight sail, and so were driven. In other words, God said, I'm going to send you some help. He sent, you know, talking about the helps? He sends helps. He sends some people to undergird the ship. Yeah, you know, he sent some people to help build you up, amen, to help hold you up, amen, because you've been disabled, you're out of commission, out of circulation. See, that's the grace of God. Whenever we get shipwrecked, thank you, Holy Spirit, whenever we get shipwrecked, God will send us grace. He will send us some help, amen. i never forget, and every time I, I uh, slow down, every time I uh, think about Minister Tom, this has been two years. How long have you been here? Two years, right? Over two years. Over two years. I, I remember right before Minister Tom came, uh, I had a dream. And in this dream, there was this boat, this very big old boat. And it was on this, on this ocean. And it was coming out of the ocean. And when it came to shore, there were soldiers that got out of the boat. And when they got out of the boat, uh, they joined in with us. And, and see, when they joined in with us, God was sending us some help. And then I looked up, and then they were getting a parachute out of the sky. So, and all of them were trained people. And so God says, I'm going to send you, send you all some trained help. Amen. And so I thought about that every time I see Minister Tom. And then when every time a new person comes in through the door, and when, when, when I find out all their credentials, I find out they're trained. You know, the Holy Ghost is good, right? You know, it's only in His timing. Amen. So I think and I praise God. Amen. Because, see, God knows we got to do this thing together. Amen. We have to do it together. We, we can't do it apart from one another. We got to do it together. Amen. That's why, oh, I hear your Holy Spirit. That's why family is so important. Amen. Because it's a family that prays together, stays together. Amen. So we need to, uh, to stay together. Together within our families, we need to uh, 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 follow the Holy Spirit and hear what the Lord has to say. But God says, in our shipwrecked condition, He will send us some help. 
Thank you, Lord. Amen. God, I thank you. Amen. Amen. Because I've been shipwrecked many times. Amen. Amen. Church family, church here have been shipwrecked many times. Amen. But God always sends us some help. Amen. And I praise God for that. Amen. I, I just indicate So don't, don't, when you're going through, don't, 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 don't really mess it. Oh, it's over. Don't, don't throw in the towel. No. Help is on the way. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen, amen. I keep saying it over and over. God's going to fill the house. Amen. I thank God for social media. I thank God. I thank God for using these, using these men and women, training them. And we thank and praise God for, for them being able to uh, use the technology to, to receive the Word of God all over the world. I thank God for that. But I still believe God's going to fill the house. I believe that. Amen. So I thank and I praise God for that. Because he's sending some help. Now look at that verse number 18 now. We're almost done. Verse 18 says, and we've been exceedingly tossed with a tempest. The next day, they lighten the load. They realize, okay, flesh, flesh is really tearing me up. I need to get rid of some stuff. Amen. Amen. need to get rid of some stuff now. So there comes some time, some things that's within this ship. This ship right here, we need to get rid of. We need to throw it out. You know, you, we, we know what it is. Everybody know what they got on the inside that they don't need, right? So they need to get rid of, amen, to lighten the ship, amen. If you want to step, really step in the Lord and the Spirit, get rid of some of the stuff on the inside called sin, S-I-N, amen. So you, you want to get rid of that, amen. So what they did now, they, they began to, to lighten the load now. The, the light comes on just a little bit, amen. Now verse 19 says, and the third day, I mean, I wonder why they wait three days. And the third day is that we cast out with our own hands the tackling of the ship. And here's indicator number four now in life. Indicator four, uh, number four. Verse number 20 says, And when neither sun nor stars in many days appeared, and no small tempest lay on us, all hope that we should be saved was, was then taken away. Indicator number four, sometimes in life, it's going to look like it's hopeless. It's going to look like the sun just not going to shine, nothing is going to go right, no matter how much you pray, no matter how much you praise or whatever. It's going to look like, look like, now remember what I'm saying, it is going to look like nothing is going to go right. Uh, neither sun nor st- dark, I hear Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit says dark days. In our lives, there will come some dark days in our life sometimes. Dog days. But don't give up. It's an indicator now. God says, whenever we begin to, to, to encounter these dog days, he said, do not give up. Don't give up when you're when you meeting your dog days. Now, verse 27, 21 says, but after a long absence, here's come grace again. But after a long absence, Paul stood forth in the midst of them and said, sirs, you should have done what? Hearken, in other words, you should listen. God we say, you should, now God will reprimand us. He don't let us get off scot-free, right? So if, you, if we're never told what we've done, we just start whooping the towel. If you, our parents used to whoop us, but they would tell us why they're going to beat us before they whooped us. Amen. And, and them words seemed like that was worse than the whooping. See, see, God will speak to us and let us know why we're going to get the whooping that we get. Amen. Now, he'll let us know. He, he, won't, he won't let it happen. That, oh, I don't know why God did this. I don't know what. Yes, you do. Yes, I do. We all do. Amen. 
We all do. But he has to reprimand us now. He says, but after a long absence, Paul stood forth in the midst of them and said, Sirs, we should have hearkened unto me. Ye should have hearkened. You should have listened and not have loosed from creed. In other words, not let your flesh take over. And to have gained this harm and loss. Anytime we operate in flesh, we can expect harm and we can expect loss. He told us in the very beginning there was going to be some damage, right? He said it was going to be some damage. Now, but, but he has to reprimand us. He has to, let us, he, he has to chastise us. The Word of God says, you know, if, if he doesn't chastise, that means he doesn't love us. He chastises us because he loves us. He's trying to get us on the right track. Now, verse number 22 says, and now he says, I exhort you to be of what? Good. Boy, you're going through, and he is telling you to be of good cheer. Now, that, that rough, ain't it? That's that rough. Now, you're going through a hard time. You just can't figure out what in the world. And all of a sudden, he said, be of good cheer. Whoopie doo. Be of good. But he knows, right? He, he knows. He says, even though all these things are happening in our life, he said, be of good cheer. Why am I to be of good cheer? Then he says, for there shall be no loss of any man's what? Life among you but of the ship. Sometimes this old ship going to get some damage. But the life, the life belongs to God, just like in the book of Job. Tell him, you can, you can touch everything he has, but you don't touch his life. See, and see, God got control of that now. We'll go through some things now. And, and, and this life, the next two years, I don't understand. But I do know the next two years, there's going to be some rough waters in all of our lives. Amen. It doesn't matter whether you're going to save the unsaved. It's going to be some rough sailing. But God tells his people to be of good cheer. God's going to take care of us. I mean, if, if we're, if we're in, in, in the ark of safety and he is safety, then God is going to take care of his people. God is going to take care of his people. Then he says, now I exhort you to be of a good cheer, for there shall be no loss of any man's life among you but of the ship. That's going to be some consequences. Now, I want us to turn to Acts chapter number 23, and this is going to be the last of it. Acts chapter number 23, because remember now, we are on assignment. Amen. On this journey called life, we, we are on assignment. We're not just here just to be here. Amen. We are spirit beings just happen to be clothed in this fleshly, in this, this skin right here because we got to live on earth. Amen. This is our outfit for earth. Yeah. But we are spirit beings, and we are here for a purpose, and we're here on a mission. Amen. Sometimes some of us mess up, but we're going to get through it. Amen. But he will let us know before things happen. Acts chapter number 23. Because here it is. He warns Paul. Acts chapter number 23. 23 over there. Verse number 11 says, And the night following, the Lord stood by him and said, Be of what? Good cheer. See, Paul went through a whole lot of things, but he had an assignment. But God was always there reminding him and encouraging him. He tells him to be of good cheer. Then he says, For as thou have testified of me in Jerusalem in peaceful times, then he says, So must thou bear witness also at Rome. So, here at the end of his destination, when come down to Paul, when we go back to the natural, at the end of the destination, he ends up at Rome. 
the very place that God has sent him to, to go forth and share that word. Now, I don't know what God has planned for each of your life or what assignment he has set forth for you. But he's told us there are indicators that we've got to look out for. You know, first thing, you know, just when things slow down, we're in a hurry to, to fulfill God's purpose. God says, okay, receive that, what do we call the boredom time. Because there's going to come a time when we begin to operate in our flesh and all hell going to break loose. Amen. But see, then he says, you got to remember, I'm going to warn you along the way, every step of the way, I'm going to warn you. But when we continue to go in our own way to fulfill our own purpose, do our own thing, God said, you're going to suffer some damage. You're going to suffer some damage. But then he still said, be of good cheer. Amen. And he will allow us to end up at our destination. So whatever point you're on or your destination or your assignment, whether you're at the beginning, whether you're midway, or whether you're 75% of the way, are almost there, you better understand you're going to have a whole lot of stuff going on in the in-betweens. Now, God started off told him, okay, you're going to make it to Rome, right? God told us, I've given you assignment. Okay, this is what I want you to do. But he will not tell you all the in-betweens. But he will let you arrive at your destination. You might be broke up. You might be bent up. You might be crippled. You might have one eye. You'll be lame. But rest assured, you're going to get to your destination. But oh my God, the in-between. Anybody ready to receive the in-between? I don't know if I want to really wave my hand or not. Amen. I, I got this good, good friend. She came to our home one day, Dr. Manley and I, and she came and said, God told her to wash our feet. And she prayed over us and prophesied and all this stuff. We took communion. I told her, every time I see her, I said, listen, don't you come back to my house and prophesy nothing over me no more. I mean, she talked about that that's going to be a downturn. Then she says, low as you go down, that's how high you're going to go up. And every time I see I said, when is the upswing? When, when, when is the upswing? <laughs> so you be careful who you let somebody speak into you. Amen. Amen. Because you don't never know what's going to happen. But I still believe God that there's an upswing. I, I just believe that thing. Amen. So we just give God praise and glory. Let's give God a hand clap of praise. Amen. Amen, 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 amen. The indicators of life, indicators of life, indicators, they're indicators. Y'all be, be watchful. God says his people needs to be aware. Now, those indicators, he's, he's speaking now. He speaks in so many different ways. Don't miss the signs. Don't miss the signs. We think the last days just not started. No, the last days started when Christ started on this earth. Amen. We have no clue where we are in the last days. We're closer to the end than we are to the beginning. We're closer to the end. Every time we hear about a war, we go to that scripture. We got wars and rumors of war. That been going on. Amen. So we just make sure we, we listen to the indicators. Amen. Stay close to one another. Amen. Amen. So we just thank and we praise God for, for his word today. And here we, we don't sell CDs. We give them away. We give away the word. Amen. So if anyone would like to have a CD, please raise your hand. We'll make sure you get one. All right. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four, five, six, six. Yeah, seven. I see seven hands. One, two, three, four, five, six. You think it's eight. What you got, Chad? He's got seven. Amen. All right, so we're going to make sure. 
Okay, let's make eight just to be on the safe side, eh? That sounds like bridge. Give me one more. Give me one more. <laughs> Amen. So we we just thank and praise God. Amen. That uh, 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 remember that that the, the time present times are coming, and they're coming, and be prepared, but don't be alarmed. Don't be alarmed. God says, be of good cheer. He's got us. He has got us. We also like to uh, acknowledge the, the gentleman that just came in in the back. Uh, I think we we're, were preaching at the time. I think you're a friend of Dr. Manley's here. Amen. And your name, sir? Let's give God a hand clap of praise. Amen. Amen. We thank Him. We thank Him. Praise God. Yes, sir. 